Hello, welcome to the first episode of the summer. My name is Natalie Stoddard, this is Young and Unqualified, and I am so happy it's summer right now. I started my new job this week, lifeguarding. I'm still doing the dental office, but also just for like June and July, I'm working at City of Glendale in Arizona, and it's really great. I love it so much. You know, like meeting new people, getting out of my comfort zone, which I'm going to talk about later in this episode, but just like genuinely a whole new experience which is like anything I haven't done before, which I love doing things like that because it helps you evolve, helps you grow. Um, but yeah, I just am loving the sun and the vibe of like swimming and, you know, walking. It's like the stranger thing summer and it's just so great. And it's only going to get better because what, it's literally like June 4th. So we still like, I start school back on August 2nd. So still a while to go and I'm so excited for that. Um, but today's episode is going to be on my recent realizations and I've had, okay, there's 11 I wrote down because genuinely, um, this past week when like it's been summer, I feel like, you know, just getting out of my routine and yeah, what I normally do and not seeing the people I normally see. And like, I guess having like a little more options with my free time, you know, it's not just the same thing that I've been doing every day for the past, you know, 10 months or so. And my chair's like, my chair's really like squeaking. I need to not lean back. Okay. Yes, it was a chair. Um, but yeah, just being out of my routine has like helped me realize a bunch of things. And I honestly feel like a whole new change person, which is crazy. I know I'm like, oh, I've changed in a week, but I feel like I have. I also got my hair done, which helps. Um, yeah, it's not that different, but it does have a few like blonde highlights throughout it which I am really liking. Okay, to start us off, my first realization. Okay, I was thinking about this on my walk and I was talking to myself because when I'm on my walks, I'm always like, sometimes I wish I just had my microphone right there to like record my thoughts because sometimes like so many just come at once, okay? Accept and move on, stop wishing and regretting. And this is so big because, um, you know, I talked about in my past, present, future episode, how much I think about the past and like how much it just grabs me, grabs me. And, um, you know, I just realized that like, it's so important to accept and move on. And like, if it didn't happen, if it didn't happen the way, like stop wishing. And like, you can have wish and you can dream and you can hope, but like at some point, you know, that gets like to be way too much. And I'm going to share. I just like realized I read a book. Okay. It's called the midnight library. And I don't remember the author. It's pretty famous. Like if you look it up on Amazon, it'll just come up. Um, but this book basically was about the concept of like, she wanted this, the main character wanted like tried to kill herself. And then she, I guess she got sent to like this midnight library and without like spoiling too much, like she went through all these different books and they were basically just like parts of her life. And they were like, you know, like if she made a different choice. So like one of them, like if she was, if she kept doing swim and like became an Olympic swimmer. And in all of them, even the best lives, the one the, where she was famous, the one where she was in love, the one where she had a kid, the one where she was, like, doing, like, research in Antarctica, like, none of them, she just wanted her, her regular life because, you know, it was hers. And, and that was, like, it was really eye-opening. Okay, so I'm just going to read. Okay. What sometimes feels like a trap is actually just a trick of the mind. She didn't need a vineyard or a California sunset to be happy. She didn't even need a large house and the perfect family. She just needed potential. And she was nothing if not potential. She wondered why she had never seen it before. 
Okay, that's kind of cringe saying out loud, but it's still good, okay? And then one more. I think it's easy to imagine there are easier paths. Um, but maybe there are no easy paths. There are just paths. In one life, I may be married. In another, I might be working in a shop. I might have said yes to this cute guy who asked me out for coffee. In another, I might be researching glaciers in the Arctic Circle. In another, I might be an Olympic swimming champion. Who knows? Every second of every day we are entering a new universe and we spend so much time wishing our lives were different comparing ourselves to other people and to other versions of ourselves when really most lives contain degrees of good um and degrees of bad eye opening okay and that just made me realize because i always do this i'm like well you know i should have just gone to this high school like straight out of after eighth grade and my life would have been so different or you know i wish I wish I kept trying to be friends with this person or I wish I didn't act like that or I wish, you know, I never saw this one Instagram post that made me rethink this whole thing or, you know, I, I wish, you know, it's just all these things of like, I wish and it's like a spider on this like every, everything like I, if it was like a different universe, every um, choice you make is a different universe, which is, I think it's kind of like the TVA and Loki. I think it's a little different, but all of them are equally good and bad and you know just like stop wishing and that things were different and if you want it to be different like go chase it go put in the work you know go like you have that intention intention is nothing without action and yeah that's what I'm realizing right now so if one of these thoughts come across my mind that like you know I mean I have a lot in my head right now but nothing that like I really want to bring up but like I wish this happened I'm just like, stop it right there. Stop it right there. Enjoy where you are right now and how things are right now. So that was the first one, okay? Second one. This one. This is, this is, this is the part of the episode where we get emo. This is an emo thought, okay? It's not a thought. It's true. And I am still trying to grasp this. Usually I talk about topics that I have a little more of a grasp on, but I guess since it's like a recent realization, I'm still like working through this. There is no audience to perform for. There's no one thinking about you wishing to talk to you. There's no one to impress. There's no one's approval to earn. Yeah, emo. But then the question, after saying all these statements, the question in my head is, if there's no audience, why perform? If there's no audience, why perform? And when I say this, I mean, I saw TikTok one time and it's like, no one is like sitting here thinking of you right now. And that's not in a way of like, no one loves you, no one cares about you. But constantly I'm like, you know, this person, like, they, they, not even a lot of people, like, say these two people think about me all the time and, like, they want to talk to me, you know, like, just like I'm in their head and I'm like, that's not true. But then I'm like, if I'm in no one's head, why do I do anything I do? You know, if me changing my life, changing myself, putting all this work in, like, what's the point? And I know there's a quote that's like, don't climb mountains for the world to see you, but for you to see the world. And like, I know that. I know it. Which is like, why this is a realization, but it's just such a hard pill for me to swallow because I'm like, if no one, like, what if I'm not one of the main characters in anyone's world? I mean, I get like my family. I don't even know like how to like communicate this thought. But I hope, like, one part I can focus on is, like, there's no one to impress and there's no one's approval to earn. Because constantly I do feel like I always have someone's approval to earn, you know? And I'm like, oh, I need to, like, change this path in my life so this person thinks different of me. Or, you know, maybe if I, if I go out to do this, then we have something to talk about and, 
you know, it's just like, stop, like, stop doing that. You know, no one cares. No one's thinking about you. But then on the positive side of this, it's like, to answer the question, if there's no audience, why perform for yourself, like to make you happy? You know, I feel like if no one's looking at you, if no one cares what you're doing, then just do what you want. And not if it harms other people, but at the end of the day, like no one's thinking about you. Just do what makes you happy. You know, do what feels right to you in the moment and that can change, but stop doing things for other people and for their approval and to impress them and to earn their love and respect. You know, like, just don't do that anymore. And that's what I'm telling myself, you know? So, I do think there's a positive light in that, but it's definitely something I'm learning to. And that's one, definitely, like, one of the hardest pills for me to swallow. Okay, third. Um... Starting to act, think, move, and trust like the people I look up to. If I want to live life like theirs, then I need to make the choices to get there. You know, I can't just move like everyone else my age if I want a different outcome from everyone else. And this is like, I think about the few people in my life and I'm like, well, who are the happiest people? Who are the people who serve the most? Who are the people who, you know, just like, I want to be like when I grow up. And I'm like, well you know, what do they all have in common? What's that common thread? What's the invisible string? They're all tying them together. And I mean, there's things that I don't want to get into specifics, but I'm like, I'm realizing this now, like maybe there is like one closer path to happiness. And I know there's so many ways you can be happy, but I'm talking like the lifelong long-term happiness. Cause for so long I was like, there is no such thing as long-term happiness. And sometimes I still think this, I'm like, no one's, forever long-term happy and that's true but I think everyone has sad moments but I don't necessarily think that that doesn't make them like not happy long-term um but yeah just trusting and moving and the part where I was like if I, I want a different outcome than everyone else my age you know I think my future looks different than a lot of people's and I even know this from talking with them because I'm like oh well everyone wants this to be their path you know everyone wants that life but then I ask people and they're like nothing wrong with this either it's just not what I'm choosing but they're like oh like I think like I don't really know what I want to do I might like get into construction and that is so great so cool but for me I'm like my dreams are a lot bigger than maybe not a lot bigger I don't want to diminish anyone's dreams okay just different they're a lot different than that um but yeah I'm not gonna you know, I'm working on my future. I'm working on myself. I'm working on becoming this person I want to be when I'm older so I can be successful and happy. And maybe that doesn't mean like, you know, partying every weekend or like staying out till 1am getting, I mean, of course it's like, it's the line between having fun. I'm not trying to sound like I'm not fun at all, but it's just bounce. And I'm doing things that will grow me into the person I want to be and the people I look up to and like in my life right now. Okay, next one. This one I really have realized in the past month, and I've been thinking about a lot and acting on it. The way you act when you're feeling a so emotion defines you. And I want to be careful when saying the word defines you because I think a lot of things define you and like kind of build your identity. But when I say feeling like a so, like so in quotation marks emotion, I'm saying so upset, so happy, so sad, so mad, so numb. Like, just any emotion when you're feeling so much of it. Like, what you do in that moment defines part of you, at least. You know, if you... Um, there's a quote, and it's like, anyone capable of angering you becomes your master. 
and this is why I've tried to like control my anger lately. I mean, anger is like strong. Like I'm, I'm not like the big red guy from inside out, whatever. But I mean like just controlling my anger and not acting on it, not acting on impulse. And I've been doing this for a while. Um, or when you're feeling so upset, you know, not scorching earth and everyone will deal with this different. I'm, I've been doing something where, you know, I kind of talk to myself and talk out my feelings and talk out my anger when I'm feeling this emotion and it helps me. And even so happy, you know, I mean, I feel like happiness, like you should just let yourself feel like, let yourself loose when you're feeling that emotion. Because even like, I mean, I guess the come down from being so happy can kind of be sad once you like, once it's over. But even so, like, don't restrict yourself from feeling that. I guess it's more of, like, the negative emotions that you need to, like, talk yourself through. And that's what I've been doing. That's what's helping me is because then I, like, talk to myself for, like, five minutes. And I'm, like, working through this in my head. Um, And then I'm, like, okay, yeah, we're done. It's over. We're good. And I'm going to move on with my day in a peaceful manner, not, you know, acting on impulses of my emotions. And this next, next part, I'm really excited to talk about this because, oh, it's been a part of my week. And as what I mentioned earlier, getting out of my comfort zone, importance of not giving up, putting yourself in positions when you are literally like out of sorts, introducing yourself to the uncomfortableness. So personally, I'm someone and my nature is like giving up. And this, so I, start, I started my new lifeguard job, okay? I knew no one doing it. It was 30 minute drive. I was so scared. I've been scared for a while now like two months, but I was like, the day is here, the day is coming. And I just like kind of walked in there. I was like, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be so terrifying. I know no one, there's going to be 90 people in this room. They probably all at least know one person in there and it's just going to be me. And that's how it was. I walked into that room with 90 people. Everyone was talking, laughing together. And I just was like, what am I doing here? Like, no, I need to leave. But then I was like, no, like I'm sticking this out. You know, I found people to sit by and actually, like, I really love them now. Like, they're some of my favorite people. At least, like, one of them is, like, one of my favorite people I've met in a while. And I love her. And, like, she's so nice. And all these people were so nice. But, you know, it was so uncomfortable for me. Like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to act. I just introduced myself to it. You know, drowning yourself in that uncomfortableness. And... I feel like this is why I feel like I've grown so much and I just like look at life kind of in a new light and of course like for the first few days it was like really difficult and I would get home and I was like so tired and but I was still proud of myself for doing this and like for getting out of my comfort zone because that is the way that you are gonna grow into the person you want to be and that's what's so important and I think sometimes it's like we sit here and we're like oh yeah it's important to get out of our comfort zone but it's like how are we gonna do that and I think when we brainstorm how to do that most of the things we're brainstorming are still things kind of in our comfort zone. And I was thinking this, and I was like, at least with like the work working out part, okay? I was like, well, how can I get out of my comfort zone working out? I was like, well, I already, you know, I already go to the gym. That's me getting out of my comfort zone. I'm like, is it though? Like, I feel like I go to the gym and I do workouts that are in my comfort zone. You know, maybe some of like the machines that I'm like, don't really know how to do I don't like want to learn because I don't want to look like a loser and I just want to stay in this comfort zone where I'm like okay well you know I know how to do the Stairmaster so I'm gonna stick to that or I like free weights dumbbells like yeah those are easy I know how to do that and so I stick to that but I'm like I saw something and it was like just about like um what's it called how am I forgetting elliptical is that what it is 
what's the machine at the gym where it's like i think it's the elliptical i'm gonna be so dumb if that's not right it's not the treadmill it's not the stairmaster it's like the little thing with the arms and then like the legs what whatever i don't do it okay i've done it twice and not twice i've probably done it like a few times in my life okay but every time I've done it, I only do like a mile and I'm like, well, this is so hard. You know, like I'm not doing this again. This was a miserable. But then I saw that and I was like, wait, like that would be out of my comfort zone to do that. Or like doing one of these machines at the gym. But, you know, and I think to combat this, when you're trying to create ideas of how to get out of your comfort zone, like don't just stop at 10 bullet points. You need to go to like 50 because I think once you start getting down that list is when like you'll start to get to the ones that are like, you know, maybe more random or out of your comfort zone. And... I'm personally going to try this and I have been working on it, but I think like also don't, you don't need like a million uncomfortable things in your life at once. You know, you have your whole life to live. Hopefully it's long. Like maybe work on like one uncomfortable thing a week or a month, you know, take it slow and you don't need to like drown yourself in like a million pools of uncomfortableness. Okay. Next. Accepting. This is so basic, but so true. Accepting that if it's meant to be, it'll be. And this is, I, I realized this because um, I took my Algebra 2 final. Okay, I had a 90% going into it and I needed, my grade is weird. It does like, my school is weird. It does like A minuses. So I wanted to keep uh, 93, so that's just an A. It won't drop my GPA at all because I'm trying to keep that really good GPA. And I went into it with a 90. The test did not go well. Okay. didn't go well um I got I think a 78% on it which is not good for me for you know it's not good for me that's all I'm gonna say about that and it was really upsetting okay at first I was like I saw the notification pop up on my phone and I was like fine and then like I start like crying I went through all the stages of grief I was so upset at myself at like other people um, but then I was like, I need to take, like, what I talked about in my last episode, like, taking accountability, and at first, like, I was in denial, but then I eventually did, like, a few days later, um, but yeah, my grade, after that 78%, my grade dropped to an 88 point something percent when I needed an 89.5. Anyone who knows this feeling of being 1% off from a new grade, it is devastating. It is so devastating. You know, I tried... I tried to, like, come to a deal where I could get it, but it, it was not happening. My grade was not raising. It was finalized. I was like, this is so upsetting, okay? It's, like, my first B I've gotten in high school, and, like, this is all relative, right? But for me, I was, like, so upsetting. Like, an 88%. Oh, still makes me angry, like, even thinking about it. Um, But, you know, after all these days of, like, feeling all these so emotions, so angry, so upset, so mad at myself. Like, I felt like a failure. Like, for days, I felt like an absolute failure. And I started to look at myself in other ways as a failure, too. I'm like, well, you know, in this, you're a failure. In this area, you're a failure. Like, you fail in everything you do, so you need to stop trying. And for, like, a few days, I'd, I was just like, I'm done. I'm done trying in everything I do because in everything I do, I just fail, which is a really negative way that I was looking at myself. But I just accepted you know, if that, if that B is the reason I can't get into a college or the reason I don't get a scholarship, it's meant to be. I wasn't meant to go to that school or like just that grade was meant to be, okay? It's going to put me in a situation where I need to be in my future. And I just have to believe that deep down because if I don't, the I will not have peace 
and comfort in my soul. So that's what I'm accepting. And I'm trying to do that in all areas of my life. Next, this one is cringe, but true, okay? Forgiveness, I, I like to use the term like is the light of life, okay? The grudges that you hold will hold you down. And when you forgive everyone around you, and this is including yourself, they're just like this brighter like comfort in your soul. Soul is also a serious word, okay? I do have a problem with like forgiving forgiving someone, but I'm bad at keeping space after. I'm like, well, if I forgive you, let's just be best friends again. Or like, you know, let's just go back to the way it used to be. And then I'm like, no, like, that's not true. I need boundaries. Um, so I'm still working on that. But when you don't just go around and you're at the store and you're just walking and you, you're, it's not even the front of your head. It's just in the back and you are holding these grudges. It just like deteriorates your quality of life. And this is even for, like, small fights. Like, I fought with my sister yesterday at night, and then I was so upset, and I was like, well, tomorrow, you know, I'm not talking to her. I'm not driving with her, whatever. And then this morning, I woke up, and I was, like, forgiven. Like, I am, like, like, it's, I'm only hurting myself, you know? Me holding a grudge isn't hurting them. It's not doing anything, anyone but to yourself. When you aren't forgiving someone, you are just punishing yourself. And forgiveness has always been really hard for me. My family is very forgiving, like, around me like if they get mad you know maybe they're mad for like five minutes and then you know but for me I'm like days it takes me days to recover but now I'm like you know again like I look up to them and if they forgive fast maybe I should be someone who forgives fast and that's what I'm trying to do but it's also a process okay next the eighth realization that I've had is just that like everything's gonna be okay and work out like every tough scary situation I have gone through you know things in the future you're like so worried and consumed with them like they'll just work themselves out and it's just not worth your time to consume yourself with these thoughts um and I can go with like accepting that if it's meant to be it'll meant to be like just stop worrying about the future because it's just gonna work itself out I remember like in elementary school I don't even know I remember the moment I was so extremely terrified and it's always come to my head like I was like oh no like this is this is a problem and I don't even remember what it is and it's just like everything works itself out you know even your worst days you've gotten through and yeah it's fine okay this one okay this was a tiktok I saw okay at charging yellow that's who made this tiktok everything about it spoke to me and my soul and I'm so happy I saw it okay a lot of my like realizations are from tiktok I don't know if you like guys have noticed that but it's because my For You page is, like, all motivational. Which is good. Like, I don't need to be, like, that's what I want to see. That is my For You. Okay, but it says, judged, like, yeah. Judge, choose to understand. Rejected, choose acceptance. Shamed, choose to inspire. Vowed to be better than what once broke you. And I think in this, I focus on the two parts that are, like, judge, choose to understand. Because there are some things about me I don't, I don't want to say it, but, like, that people do judge me for, and they maybe not like me as much for, and I'm just like, well, how could anyone think that? How could anyone judge this part of myself? And I'm like, maybe it's just, like, how they grew up, or, like, what, you know, like, what they think is right, and I'm like, just choose to understand, and that, that that's what I've been doing, and it's like, try to see it in their light, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like, it makes sense. It makes sense why they would think that way. I don't agree with it, but I see where they're coming from. And then also rejected. Like, if you're rejected, just to choose to accept it and move on. 
Okay, 10th. Face what you're most afraid of and you will be free. And this is a quote I saw. And also getting a little emo here, but the thing when I ask myself, like, what am I most afraid of? I'm most afraid of being alone. I'm terrified, not alone, lonely. I'm terrified of being lonely forever. You know, I think everyone has like alone, lonely moments, or I think most people do at least, even if they don't talk about it or show it. But you know, I'm being vulnerable right here and sharing it. But I think, because I used to spend time alone, but I think it's it's facing that loneliness and being like, this isn't as bad as, you know, like, that love comes from you and it doesn't come from anyone else and you need to like face that and you'll be free and I'm still working on this and I don't think like that that could be my freedom because I think freedom is relative and different for everyone but I think if I get comfortable with being alone lonely whatever maybe that lonely feeling is gone then I can be free and I'm really excited for that day and then last kindness Kindness beats everything. You know, kindness always wins. Sometimes I have a negative thought. Like today, I, I judged someone and then I was going to like, I was going to like repeat the thought to my friend. But then I was like, stop. Like, I'm not going to use my voice to like gossip about someone. I'm like, what is that going to do for anyone? It's not going to do anything. It's, it's only going to hurt me. And, you know, I don't need to judge. And kindness like makes you a happy, nice, kind trusting person and that's who I want to be that's kindness is what I want to be when I grow up yeah but those are my recent realizations I'm really passionate about all these just because I mean I feel like 11 realizations in one week is kind of good all some of these are from the past month but I hope this like was kind of like inspirational and maybe other people could take something out of this because I mean I feel like they're really good and they can also be like these will be rules of my life that I want to keep living by and striving for. And yeah, can't wait for summer to continue on. I hope everyone has a good rest of their week. And I will be back next Saturday with another episode.